0: Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast, and there you're going to find articles about the topics we discuss. You're going to find access to our free message boards. You're going to find access to our free chat rooms. You're going to find access to our Facebook pages. There's a lot going on over there. You're going to find articles about the podcast itself. You're going to find ways to contact us. You're going to find ways to join in on our free, absolutely free newsletter. So you get a minute, go over there, check it out. It's worth the visit. How are you doing today, my friends? You feeling good? Feeling strong, doing everything you're supposed to be doing? I hope so. I hope you're feeling better than you did yesterday. That's the way it's supposed to be, right? (laughs) Hey, we got a good one for you today. We got a couple letters here from listeners, and I'd like to share them with you. And actually, we're going to do that right now because this first one actually bothers me a little bit because if anyone Anyone that has listened to this podcast for any length of time knows how I feel about disability, knows how I feel about those who scam. I hate scammers. I hate people that try to take advantage of the system. I hate people that try to jump ahead of people who actually need disability, actually need the social security system to get along, to get through life. These people, I think it's some kind of pocket money or pocket change or, I don't know, free free money. They, it annoys me. It annoys me to no end to the point that it it puts a knot in my stomach when I hear about it, when people brag about it. Yes, and I mean brag about it. They actually do. They'll tell you how, yeah, they're making money and they're working under the table, but you know what? They're telling the wrong person when they tell me. Honest to God, you're telling the wrong person because I know too many people that have to jump through hoops to get disability payments, to get disability coverage because they actually need it. That's right, they need it. They needed to support their family, they needed to take care of themselves medically, physically, mentally. Uh, and then you're going to turn around and you're going to make little of this. You're going to act like it's nothing. Well, maybe to you it's nothing, but to the people that need disability, that need the social security disability system, the payments that disability makes to them to survive, that's that's insulting. That's more than insulting. It's worse than insulting. And that's where this next letter comes in. This just uh, twisted me. And I read it a couple of times to see maybe because I like to give everyone the, the benefit of the doubt. I I don't like to just jump on something without really looking into it. And, but here's the letter I get. I get it, This one This one here is from Brian from Washington State. And his question to me is, Jimmy Apple, well, I listened to your show and I want to ask you a question. What should I do and what should I not do in order to stay on disability? Now, how would you take that? Would, <laughs> I mean, what should you do or not do? Well, what you should... <laughs> what you should do is actually need it i mean if you need disability then you should be honest what does your doctor tell you if you're asking me should you go out and go skydiving <laughs> what what do you want me to tell you i think i think just by the question alone and i may be 100% wrong i may be 200% wrong but Just by that question alone, if you're receiving disability benefits, if you're receiving Social Security benefits, I think you're a thief. What should you do and what shouldn't you do? What do you mean, what shouldn't you do? I get those questions quite a bit. You know, should I go out without my cane? Well, if you can go out without your cane, go out without your cane. What are you asking me for? Did you ask your doctor? what are you afraid of? That I got one here I got one, one time that tells me Well I don't want to go out without my cane in case somebody sees me. Well here here's a thought. Do you need your cane to walk? Do you need your cane to go up and down stairs? Then that's why you bring your cane with you. Not because if somebody sees you or not. That's that's being a liar. That's being a, if you don't need a cane, why the hell are you carrying one? To make people feel bad for you? Or are you trying to scam the, the disability? You're trying to scam the insurance companies. See, I have no use for a thief or a scammer. I have very little use for a thief or a scammer. And I have zero use for a liar. I have no I would rather deal I would rather deal with a murderer than to deal with a liar. Simple simple reason is with a murderer. I know what I have. I know in front of me stands a scumbag murderer. With a liar, you don't know who you have or what you have. They could be smiling in your face and telling you everything you want to hear in the meantime. At the same time, they could be sticking a knife in your back. So, if you ask me, a liar is three steps below a murderer. I I have no use for a liar. I have no use for, for a scammer. And a scammer is a liar. And a liar is a scammer. In my book. So, Brian, do whatever you got to do. Me personally, if I knew where you were, I'd report you. Okay? And that that just reminds me. If you know somebody that's scamming. If you know somebody that is scamming the system. That's that's taking money and, and using the system when they don't have to. Report them. Report them. You're not being a rat. You're not being a 5-0. You're not being anything like that. You're, you're doing a favor for all the people that actually need this. You're, you're, doing a people, you're doing a favor for the people that actually need social security disability. You're doing a favor for all the disabled people. Don't let somebody act like they're disabled. That's you, they're, they're insulting you. They're insulting you. If you're disabled, you're receiving Social Security disability, and you know Joe Blow next to you is, like, lying about it and getting getting the same benefits and out there just throwing in your face saying he really doesn't need it, but he's getting it anyway. He's putting the money in his pocket, maybe working under the table or doing something like that. Report this guy. Report him. All you got to do is call up your local Social Security office. Report him. Go on www.ssa.gov. Report him. Anyone you know that's scamming, report them. I have no use, zero use for any kind of scammers. You're gonna scam, and that's a crime. Do you know that's a crime? <sighs> Let's move on here. I'm <laughs> Give myself a heart attack in the first six minutes of this. Anyhow, I gotta do a little meditation here for a second. <laughs> Hey, oh, our next letter comes from Teresa in Brooklyn. Now she's writing for her brother. Her brother works in a warehouse and he's a severe diabetic and he's, he just got suspended from work because he was eating on the job and it wasn't lunchtime and it wasn't his break time the kid tells told his supervisor that he has to eat because he's diabetic the supervisor told him he can only eat during his break he can only eat during lunch he can't eat while he's on the line and the sister the sister feels like he got suspended wrongly okay i got to ask a couple of questions here though number 1 did your brother bring a letter in from the doctor explaining he's a diabetic and he has a strict uh, eating regimen that he has to stick to. Most people don't realize it. If you're not a diabetic, you don't realize that you have to eat these smaller meals during the day, especially if you're a, a bad diabetic. You also have to excuse yourself to inject the insulin. And that's kind of rough when you're working on a, on a line in, in a factory. The other thing, if, if they do know it and he, and he has submitted a note from a doctor and the supervisor continues to give him a problem and, and suspended him, even even though he, ha- he has submitted all this, there's two things he can do, to that, do with that too. He can go to the labor board here in New York. They do have a labor board. You can go to the labor board and file a complaint, but you can also file a complaint with the ADA, the Amer- American Disability Act. And they can they can look into it for you because diabetes is on the list of covered uh, disabilities for the ADA. And to file to file a uh, to file a complaint with the ADA it's very simple. All you have to do is go to www.ada. That's A is an apple, D is in David, A is an apple. forward slash filing f-i-l-i-n-g underscore complaint c-o-m-p-l-a-i-n-t dot h-t-m go there and file your complaint it's that simple and they'll they'll take it from there but know that they do have to give you that that time to go to eat your snack now maybe he can't eat his snack at the uh at the at his workstation, which is understandable, I can understand that, and he may have to he may have to take five minutes off his time. He, you know, I I can understand that too. The employer may not have to pay him for the five ten minutes that he has to take to eat his snack, and that's understandable too. So maybe he'll ha- he'll have to go to a, a lunch room or a locker room or whatever it is, but they do have to accommodate him. That I can tell you. So. Uh, that that was very nice of you Teresa, to write in about that uh, I'm glad that you're listening to it. I'm glad that uh you cared enough about your brother to ask about it. I hope your brother's listening to this as well and write it in again let me know what let me know what happens with that you know just bring it up to the supervisor. you don't have to be conf- he doesn't have to be confrontational when he does it. Just bring it up and explain it to him nicely. but make sure that there is a note from the doctor if he doesn't have one, just ask your doctor to give you a note that you can bring to them and explain. Explain like a normal human being. You don't have to go in and be all big, bad, and tough. Just go in and explain. Say, look, I'm a diabetic, and this is why I was eating, and I'm sorry I didn't mean to violate the rules. Da-da-da-da-da. You know, sometimes you catch more flies with sugar than you do with vinegar. But just go in and be humble about it and just apologize. Say, I I didn't know that I was violating the rules. This is why I did it. I didn't do it intentionally just to be insubordinate or anything like that. But this is why I did it. So let me know what happens with that, Teresa, okay? All right. Just one more thing before we move on. Uh, I just want to put my two cents in one more thing with companies, you know, companies make accommodations for smokers. They give them time to go out and smoke a cigarette during the day. And they make accommodations for alcoholics and junkies so that they can go to their AA and NA meetings. So they can very well make accommodations for someone that's working with diabetes, don't you think? That's just my two cents. Okay, look, let's move on here. Well, you know what? We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back in 30 seconds, okay? On the other side, we're going to be talking about discrimination against people with disabilities. That's right. People say it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, I beg to differ. And anyone who's disabled knows what I'm talking about. All right, I'll see you in the other side. 30 seconds. Give me a shake of a lamb's tail. <laughs> see you in a few. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. There you're going to find articles about the topics we discuss. You're going to find our connections to our Facebook page. And you're even going to find connections to our private chat board. So take a minute, go over, visit www.famousapple.com, or please wait till the end of this podcast. Don't run out on me now. Let's get back to the discussion. And we're back. (laughs) Try to tell me you didn't miss me. That was probably the longest 30 seconds you ever had to live through, right? Because you weren't talking to me. All right. Truth be told, I missed you. Okay. Don't say you didn't miss me, though, because you're a liar. (laughs) Anyhow, let's get back to this. I have a question for you. Who do you think is the most discriminated against people right now in society? Do you think it's people who get discriminated against because of their ethnic background? Do you think it's people who get discriminated against because of their sexual orientation? Do you think it's people who get discriminated against because of their income level? Me personally, and this is my personal belief, I believed people who get discriminated against the most are the disabled in our our society. And you're probably going, yeah, okay, right. But if you're disabled, you know what I'm talking about. It happens every day. All you have to do is go to Google or Yahoo or Bing or any of the search engines and just look up discrimination against disabled people and look up look at how many replies come back. There's thousands, th- literally thousands of replies that come back about discrimination against people with disabilities. Now I did that and I came up I, I came across this article that was in the Huffington Post a while back and it was also on Mobility today and i'm not going to read i'm not going to read the whole thing to you i took the i took the highlights out and it was six ways that people discriminate against disabled people and it's very true it's very true it's written by a girl who was actually in a wheelchair but i've spoke to people who are using walkers who find that they get discriminated against i spoke to people who are missing limbs who find they get discriminated against people who are using canes even people who have had heart attacks that you know then they're not able to walk as fast or as far as other people that get discriminated against people with asthma people that have uh eczema, psoriasis, it burns, you know, they've been burnt in a fire, they get discriminated against, and it's ignorance, that's all it is, that, well, discrimination is always ignorance on the part of the people who are doing the discriminating, the prejudice, you know, but it, it seems to be freewheeling in our, in our society, in that it's allowed, it's allowed to go on, and nobody really does anything about it, and I found this article very interesting, And like I said, I'm just going to touch on the highlights. She says one of the places that she feels discriminated against is in grocery stores. She goes into a grocery store and the employees think that we're stupid. She says five out of of ten times store employees assume that we are ill-equipped mentally because of obvious physical disabilities. Example, there's a... She was saying that she was with an able-bodied friend and she's online waiting to pay for her groceries and the cashier, now this girl's in a wheelchair, like I said, the cashier turns to her able-bodied friend and ignoring her altogether and saying to the able-bodied friend, do you want paper or plastic? And the able-bodied friend is turning to the girl in the wheelchair and saying, do you want paper or plastic? And you would think that the cashier would get the idea. And she doesn't. She doesn't. The, the girl in the wheelchair says, well, I'll take plastic. It's easier with the handles. And the, the cashier then turns around to the able body friend again and says, will this be cash or credit? <laughs> wow. I mean, she's... She- as if the girl in the wheelchair is not there and i tell you the truth i've felt that way myself i've felt that way i mean even going out with my wife we go out to dinner and they'll come with the check to the table this is this is how embarrassing this can be they'll come to the check they'll come to the table with the check and they'll actually hand it to my wife because I'm there in a wheelchair. This is what I believe. Now, at first, my wife says, no, you're imagining things, w- whatever. So we've, we've done it again. And even she has to say, she says, I think you're right. Because no matter where we've gone, we've gone to Outback. We've gone to Perkins, the, the restaurant. We've gone to Texas Longhorn. Yeah, you know, the, They come, they give the check to my wife. <laughs> it's just like they, they, they don't look at me when, when we're there. They just look past me and see my wife, like she's taking me out for, for uh, an outing or something. Another thing is trying to catch a taxi. Now, if you're in a big metropolis like New York City, trying to catch a taxi is hard enough. But being a wheelchair or be with a walker, or be on crutches. Taxis do not want to stop for you. They figure you're a nuisance. They figure it's extra work that they don't want to have to deal with. Now, I'll tell you this. Back in the 70s, I was growing up and I was, well, I was an adult. I was a young adult in the 70s. And, uh, I drove a private car. I drove for a private car service for a while while I was in school. And the guys I drove with on the weekends, they hated, they despised picking up grocery stores. They would rather get it run going out to JFK or the LaGuardia Airport instead of picking up the old ladies at the grocery stores. For two reasons. One, it was a pain in the butt. You'd have to get out of the car, you'd have to put the groceries in the trunk, and then when you got to the place, you'd have to take the groceries out of the trunk and put them on the front steps for the old lady. A lot of times when I did it, I just brought it right up into their front door and set them inside their front door for them. But a lot of the guys are like, oh, I'm not doing that. I don't want to do that. And they tell they tell the old ladies, oh, I have a bad leg, I have a bad back, I can't help you, da-da-da-da-da. And they'd say, oh, you ain't getting no tips. You get Now, back then, what we used to call a local call was a a call that would go around the neighborhood. They were 75 cents. And a lot of times, the old ladies at the grocery store, they'd give you a quarter tip. It was like getting a dollar tip today. But they didn't want that. They wanted to go to Kennedy Airport and get a $5 tip. But what they didn't realize is... They're going to Kennedy Airport and they're going to get their $5 tip, but they're also wasting an hour going out there and an hour coming back with traffic and everything. Me, I would rather take the old ladies home and get the quarter tip because in the two hours that they're getting their $5 tip out in the, out of Kennedy Airport, I can run 30 or 40 of these Grand Union calls to, to run the ladies back and forth from the grocery store. But that's what happens. You try to hail a yellow cab in Manhattan, and these people look at you like you are a big problem. Especially in a wheelchair, because they figure now they're going to have to stop the car, open the trunk, get the, the wheelchair in the trunk. Let me tell you something. Most people in a wheelchair that are in Manhattan, that are hailing a cab, they can get in and out of the car quicker probably than the driver can, who's been sitting there for 10 hours. Yeah. The person that's in the wheelchair, if he's running around Manhattan or she's running around Manhattan, guaranteed she can get in or he can get in and out of that wheelchair just like anybody else can. You know, that's a fallacy. But it's just they don't want to be bothered. So they make like you don't, you don't, they can't see you. Like you don't exist. So they go right by you. Steps. You know, steps in public places. That's another thing where they just act like handicapped people don't exist. You know, despite... The misguided despite the misguided thoughts that buildings are grandfathered in to the ADA and do not have to be accessible to the handicap, they actually do. Doesn't matter how old the how old the building is, they do have to be accessible to the handicapped. Any public space must be accessible to handicapped people, according to the ADA. Now, here's another one. Wheelchair quotas. Yes, that really does exist. Concert venues, airports, airplanes, city buses, amusement park rides, even. There's quotas on how many wheelchairs are allowed in certain places, and that's a reality. Can you imagine? They say it's for safety. Okay, you can almost understand that to a degree, but... What about working on that, making it safer to have more? There's certain there's certain concert venues that can seat thousands and thousands of people but only have areas that can accommodate six wheelchairs. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine? Or city buses that can only accommodate two wheelchairs at a time. And then, again, you run into the same problem at times, especially in New York it's happened, with people... You see, you see the old woman or the old man at the bus stop with the walker, a walker, and the bus will pass him right by. You know why? Because it's rush hour, and they don't want to lower the bus down so that the person with the walker can get on, and then they have to find a spot to, that they can stand safely and then drive off. You know, the person with the walker has places to be also. But they just figure, well, they're disabled. We'll just pass them by. They can wait. That's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. I was at, I want to tell you this. I went to my nephew's graduation in Poughkeepsie, New York. And we we told them right from the beginning that I was in a wheelchair. And they said, okay, we'll give you tickets to this uh, wheelchair accessible area. The wheelchair accessible area was pushed off to the side, kind of like by the stage entrance for the restrooms and the garbage it was insulting it was insulting and impossible really to see the stage you could see them going up on stage but that was about it and again it's like don't worry about now if you did that to someone else if you took and i'm not i'm just picking out anybody if you took a uh uh an ethnic person a Person of color and said, Oh yeah, all right, um, well we're having the graduation, but you have to sit over there. Whoa, the NAACP, everybody would be involved. They they converge on that place. But it's a disabled person, so they don't they're not worth as much. And see that's the problem, I think. People look at us and think we're not worth as much for some reason. We're not as, as valuable as a regular customer. Now another thing that this just twists me and we've spoke about this before is our parking spaces the the disabled parking spots people think because you have a disabled parking Permit. It's a privilege. It's not a privilege. It's a necessity that you have it. It's an absolute necessity. You're no different than anybody else on the block. You need to go to the store to get food. Nobody's bringing it to you. Yeah. And they say, well, you can have it delivered. Well, you know, we're on fixed incomes too. So, are you giving us the extra money that the, the, the delivery is going to cost us? So we have to make ends meet. So we do have to go to the store. The last thing I want to do is go to a store and wait online. Just like anybody else. Nobody else wants to go to the store and wait online either. But we have to. You know, we can't just snap our fingers and say, Poof, I want the food delivered here. So we have to. I, I can tell you this story that was told to me and it was a fella that was using a walker and he had neuropathy in both feet and bad hips so what he would do is he would use his walker to get from his his car to the inside of the door to get one of those scooters drive back to the car put the walker in the car drive back into the store and go shopping. And then he'd drive back out to the the, the car to get his walker and drive back in, put the put the scooter back and walk back to his car and then go about a thing. Well, this one time he went, he was at Walmart in uh, Mount Pocono in Pennsylvania. So he pulls in and he pulls into a, A van spot where you have the big spot next to you so you can get in and get out. And he gets out with his walker and he walks into the store. He gets one of those go-karts. He drives back out, puts the walker back in his car, drives into Walmart, does his food shopping, comes out, puts the packages in his trunk, gets his walker, drives back in to put the wagon back in, plugs it in for the next person, comes out, and in the meantime, while all this is going on, he pulls out some mope, some moron, pulls in, and parks on the blue box, you know, the box for the in-between handicapped parking spots, parks there where you're not supposed to park at all, handicapped not. You're not supposed to park here. That's a van unloading uh, so you can put ramps down or what have you. So now this guy's stuck. He can't get into his car. So he waits and waits and waits till he can't wait anymore. He goes back in the store. He gets back onto a scooter, drives over to the customer service area, lets the customer service area know that he's stuck because somebody parked in the blue box and Tells him the whole story. The manager comes. He tells the whole story to the manager. The manager says to this guy, he says, did you, did you get the plate number? He says, no, I didn't. He says, I didn't think to. So the the guy, the manager says to him, he says, well, you have to go get the plate number. This guy can't walk, but now he's got to go get the plate number. So the manager, the manager tells him to go. So he has to take the scooter, go all the way back out get the plate number, come all the way back, wait for the manager to come out again. He tells the manager the plate number. The manager calls the police. The police tell this guy, supposedly, that, well, they'll send someone when they get a chance because by the time they get there, this guy will probably be gone. So what's this guy supposed to do in the meantime? He can't get into his car to leave. He has the parking permit. The other guy doesn't. So the manager tells him, well, go out there and wait next to your car. So here this poor sap goes out there. He's sitting there waiting next to his car. It's freezing out there. Someone else comes over to him and says, hey, I need the cart. This guy can't stand. But that, that someone else is arguing now. I need that cart. So he tells him what's going on. He says, well, I don't care. He says, I need the cart to go in and go shopping. So this guy's stuck sitting on his open trunk he said he was stuck there for about a half hour someone finally came he says to the guy he says why'd you park there he says it doesn't look like it affects you why you park there he says i can't get into my car well he says that's tough luck he says, i had to go in i had to get something da, 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 da. he's telling him the whole story he says but you're not supposed to park there and the guy pleasantly tells him to go f himself police never showed up now you could bet your bottom dollar again if this was somebody else the police would have been there a whole thing would have been made there would have wrote it up in the newspapers. But because it was a disabled guy sitting there waiting almost an hour after he got done shopping to go out to get home, nobody cared. Police never showed up. And you can't say that wasn't discrimination against a disabled person between the guy in the car, the manager in the store, and the police. And nobody cares. It was just done. But now you have someplace to complain. You complain. You call up. You, you, you file a complaint with the ADA. You file a complaint anytime something like that happens to you. You file a complaint. All you have to do is go to ADA.gov. It's www.ada.gov forward slash filing underscore complaint.htm file your complaint with the ADA, name the store, name the, put the license plate on it. Put down what police station it was that you called. Put down the name of the cop that you spoke to. It's time that the disabled people stand up for their rights too. That's all I'm trying to say. Enough is enough. People just park in the corners when you... Those little those little uh, curves on the corners for the disabled people. And the, not just for the disabled people, but mothers with, with, with baby carriages to get up on the curb. People just park there. They don't care. It's like you don't exist. What kills me even more is when I hear a parent, and I've had it happen to me. I've had it happen to me, and it kills me. It it, it irks me. I've had a parent tell a child, the child ask the mother, how come he doesn't have two legs? And the, the parent, oh, gives the child a look like... Er, Don't look at him! Don't look at him! Look over here! Instead of saying, well, he, has a, he had an accident, or the child's young, he has a boo-boo, or whatever, it's like it, you did something wrong by looking at that person with no leg, and don't talk to him! Stand over here! Don't get near him! You might catch it! So yeah, let's just scare the hell out of the kids! We have to stand up for our rights and start start making complaints. I don't like to I don't like to be a complainer. Honestly I don't. But I, I don't wanna be someone that gets walked on it every every time they turn around. And I don't wanna see my friends. You know, you got people that have heart conditions and you get people like Oscar saying, they don't look like anything's wrong with him. Why does he got a handicap placket? Because the guy has a heart condition or the person that has asthma, that can't walk that far. or what is he going shopping for? Well, are you going to deliver the food to his house? Are you going to go shopping for him? Yeah, he can pay me. What, do you get asthma just so he, he can get out of going shopping? He has to go shopping even though he has asthma, even though he has neuropathy, even though he has COPD, even though she has, uh, bad hips or bad knees. Even though she has fibromyalgia, people have to still be able to take care of themselves. Oh, My friends, don't let anybody stop you. And anyone that gets in your way, complain. Don't feel like, oh, I, I shouldn't complain because you have every right to. You have every right to. You have every right to be in public. You have every right to go to restaurants. You have every right to go to a, a store. Don't. Ever let anyone tell you that you don't own ever let anyone feel like you shouldn't be there. <sighs> we're going to keep watch on this. If you know places that aren't handicap accessible, let us know because we're going to start we're going to start putting them out there to people. We'll list them on the website. We'll put them out here on the podcast. We'll let other people know. Maybe we have to start shaming people into into doing what's right. Anyhow. Well, have a good weekend. Relax. I know I'm going to And remember this, things can always be worse. Right now, there's somebody that wants to be exactly where you're at. So things can always be worse. All right, my friends, I shall talk to you the early part of next week. Stay strong, be happy, and please leave us a message below and let us know what you think about the podcast today. And if you'd like, you can send me an email at admin at famousapple.com. That's A-D-M-I-N, at FamousApple.com. Okay, have a great weekend, my friends. I'll talk to you soon. This is Jimmy Apple. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.FamousApple.com. See you next time.